3: On the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, you've been listening to Texas A&M Basketball. Welcome to the CHI St. Joseph's Health Postgame Show presented by CHI St. Joseph, the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Once again, here is the voice of Texas A&M Basketball, Andrew Monaco.
2: We welcome you to the CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show. CHI St. Joseph Health is the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. We thank you for staying with us. Georgia with the 63-48 win over Texas A&M along with John Thornton. I'm Andrew Monaco. Let's get to our AT&T calls of the game. Mitchell crossover on Wheeler. Mitchell into the paint. Lob for Nebo. Catches it. Goes up and he rams it home. High post right side. Miller turns and faces the basket. Zip pass out to Gordon. Offset left side. The three. Good. Andre Gordon's first point's a three. Savion two is right in the paint. Kick back straight away. Mitchell for three. Skids off the left side of the rim. Offensive rebound. Power dribble. Savion off the glass in. Count and one. Savion flag. Savion goes back to JJ on the right wing beyond the arc. 10 to shoot. Attacks on that right wing. Into the paint. Out to Savion. High on the right wing. Pitch left side. Foul line extended. Left side. Chuck. Swish. Off the heel, deep rebound, Q. He's all alone. Edwards chasing it, but he rocks the rim with the dunk. Tacking on the left wing, Jackson. Miller, curls, left elbow, spins down the left lane line, goes up with the left hand, too strong, but right to Aku, and Jonathan Aku with the put back. 47-35, Georgia, again, matching their largest lead, 12. Straight away, Dre, three, buries it. Andre Gordon in double figures with 10. So those are our AT&T calls of the game. Brought to you by AT&T, America's best network, reminding you that networks like college basketball should never be just okay. Best network based on GWS1 score, September 2019. The little chuckle on the Andre Gordon three is because, you know what, that young man, I say it again, if you don't look at the roster, you'd never know he's a freshman. I'm no longer surprised by the confidence that he plays with. The same thing with Emmanuel Miller. The same thing for a first-year player like Quentin Jackson. I've always said this, John. Certain players, there's a certain moment when they say to themselves, "You know what? I belong. I belong at this level of D1 basketball. I belong as an SEC player." Those guys have already proven it, and I just think they get more and more of that confidence.
4: Right when we first start watching them, because it's an unknown commodity, you say, "I'm hit a shot. Well, that's got that's got potential, but you're just not." sold that it's you know going to be something day in and day out but I'm telling you you watch the motors we talk about motors the motors that andre gordon and, and emmanuel miller have and then plus the skill set that they have that again you, you touched on it they're understanding what they can do and they're playing with so much confidence right now and them struggled struggled from the offensive line i mean from the offensive end and you have eman in a critical critical time hey i'm going at you yeah and uh, hits a three yeah. i mean that That's effort, that's physical, attacking the rim, getting fouled. Um, and so his confidence level is flying and he, he's, a, he's a heck of a defender he's, That's come, he's coming on too and so Andre Gordon and those two guys are really get uh, gets you excited as far as the future of these guys
2: and the nine points by Eman and, and this is a 15 point win in Georgia with a terrific second half in this one and, and we'll go over what, what the problems were for AM. and m but um, in the guts of this game you have Aggies fall behind by seven and then they went back to back to Eman he was the man they went to on the block and again and you're starting to see. I call it the ever-expanding offensive game. Right. For a guy like Emmanuel Miller, you love to see him be able to post up, not just post up, but then go score. I loved it when you talk about development and growth of players. We saw a little bit of that. In
4: this we weekend. did. And, and but the, on the flip side, of that what we saw tonight also, I wouldn't say it was panic, but it was disjointed offense. You had out of control trying to attack. I love attack. Go get them. But there's we ran ourselves into turnovers when it's yeah. critical to stay in this game we, we got away from the from controlling the backboards which we have to do and we did such a great job at tennessee but we gave up too many offensive rebounds yeah long long rebounds i get it but if, if you're going to give yourself a chance you've got to limit their shots and they out rebounded us tonight but shots some shots we didn't want to shoot i think they they dictated that
2: but at the same time uh and some
4: upside uh, chuck's not going to shoot that poorly in the future
2: no no it's He goes uh, 5 of 17 and just 2 of 11 from beyond the arc. We'll have much more of our Raising Cane's box score later on in our CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show. We were talking about Emmanuel Miller. When we come back to the CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show, he will be our Wells Fargo winning moments. That's straight ahead. Georgia defeats Texas A&M 63-48. Come on back. This is Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. The CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show rolls on from Georgia, where Georgia defeats Texas A&M 63-48. A reminder that today's game is presented by Aggieland Outfitters, the leader in Aggie gifts and apparel. You can visit their flagship location on University Drive and College Station or visit them online at AggieLandOutfitters.com. 63-48 is the final here from Stegman Coliseum. Emmanuel Miller for the Aggies did not get into double figures. He had nine points. He had six rebounds. He had three offensive rebounds. He had an assist. He had a steal. Did E-Man in his over 31 minutes of work, and he is part of our Wells Fargo winning moments we begin with the inside game of Emmanuel Miller. Simmons in the air. Now a double team develops with Harris. So he gives to Miller nice pass down the right lane line and Emmanuel Miller lays it in. So that was Sav- uh, Savion Flag Miller on the right block. They post him up on the left block. Back to back hoops by Emmanuel Miller and with the Aggies needing points, he not only could score inside, he could score outside as well. 39-27 Georgia. Left side Gordon. Kick into the left corner. Miller lets it fly. Hits. Emmanuel Miller. Just his second three as an Aggie for Eman, but he is two for six in SEC pl- I'll make the numbers sound good for him, I'm telling you. Let <laughs> your Wells Fargo winning moments. Wells Fargo, the official bank of Texas A&M Athletics. Again, here's a guy. Um, whew, blossoming becomes the word. For him, and I, I asked this of Q, and I think I'm going to play it on on Tuesday in the game before Missouri. I think Q understands the impact that he can have on both ends of the floor, but definitely on the defensive end. Now, I think e-man is falling into that category as well, that he can affect the game on both ends of the floor.
4: No, he can. And again, he was matching it up with Edwards uh, defensively and 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 and, and doing a job. I don't remember anything abusive happening when it, when he was covering him. But at the same time, what I like about it, what what. His motor, it goes with his. When you mix that with his body, I mean, he is a strong youngster. You let him mature a little bit. I mean, he's a freshman. You let him. You know, pack some weight on, and uh, but what he does, he's one of those guys that when he keep, when he catches the ball or he has a chance to c- come up with the basketball, he comes down with it, and then and there's no intimidation when Miller, you know, gets into the lane. Uh, other people might be ducking a little bit; that guy doesn't know not, the meaning of that meaning.
2: I told you, he kind of glides. He yeah. gets he gets to his spot, is what you really like. Head right. coach right. of Texas A&M has joined us, Buzz Williams. We were just talking about Emmanuel Miller uh, before you joined us, and it uh, uh, seems to be blossoming. Luik ever game for him and he sometimes wonder when the I've I, you know I joked with you before about the light bulb sometimes goes off and sometimes it flickers <laughs> with this team but uh, sometimes it can really burn brightly and uh, E-man had some nice moments tonight
1: uh, he has a really good competitive spirit right um, he's not scared to work he is improving because his habits relative to his work ethic have become more of who he is Uh, I think he's maturing at a really good rate. Um, He has a bright future. We're very dependent upon his spirit uh, at an early age in his career, which is uh, good for him um, that there is some level of example of this is uh, this is how we want to fight. And um, you know, a lot of what's transpiring, he doesn't necessarily know because he has no experience. He has no level of wisdom. That can come from experience because he has none. But relative to his willingness to fight, I think uh, whatever Bill Parcell said, you know, like uh, when they're when they're a puppy, if they'll bite, uh, they'll bite when they're an adult. Uh-huh. And if they're uh, if they won't bite when they're a puppy, they won't bite when they're an adult. And so, relative to that. Uh, specific to Eman, man that's good.
4: Well, I was going to ask you, Coach, in the, uh, first of all, the, the, the defensive effort, uh, the, the game plan, I mean, it all unfolded. I thought that the energy level was there in the first uh, eight minutes or so. But the soak poor are so cold shooting it and they were packing it in on you kind of looked like it took a little bit of the the the, of the breath out of their intensity level like a little frustration on their part I mean, you got to give them credit because they did it but it seemed a little despondent uh because the shots weren't falling
1: yeah they uh we were offensive sensitive at times I don't necessarily know if our guys were doing that on purpose but I do agree that it seemed that way um the specifics of how we have to go about things requires an enormous amount of energy. And in defense of our guys, uh, the energy was not at that level to give us a chance. And I know that sounds so simple, uh, but the things that we have to do, we have to do bordering on an elite level. And if we don't do those things, then it's going to splinter. And our energy... Uh, our turnover rate, our defensive rebound percentage, like all of those things are critical to us um, trying to get fouled. We never got to the bonus in right. either half. Like it maybe other teams can absorb that. Right. Um, but the specificity, specifics of what we have to do, we got to hold ourselves to that fire. And our guys know that. Uh, and maybe there were stretches where we did that um but they know what's going on right and uh, i don't like i just told them is that a good thing that on february the first we know we can look at it that way hey here's what we have to do and those are the things that were on the board at tennessee we're on the board today and it's not me removing myself from that at all right Uh, i want to stand at the front of the line in that but our, our fire, our fight, was not at that prerequisite level, where it has a chance to be a game. Um, down three at half, thought we were okay. Yeah. Did good on the glass, um, but turned them over 20 times. You did a really good job in that, but way too many times did they get to the paint, and so much of what we're doing, not just specific to Georgia, but in general, the ball can't get to the paint. We can't get in rotation, and right. It, we we didn't do a good job
4: you know mix that and you talk about the different categories you have to just be exemplary in because that's what we know and then you get you get the extra effort when you force the turnover then you run yourself into turnover bad decision making down there it's not that they want to do that but it's almost like it's that governor they hey slow down we worked hard to get this possession well let's cash in on that
1: yeah there's a little bit of um I don't know if it's fool's gold, you know, but it's like, oh man, we're working so hard down there. Can we take a break down here? Right. Oh, n- not no, really, not really. sorry, <laughs> we can't. Like we, we we need this possession. We need this possession. Uh, statistically, there's uh, a myriad of evidence of why we need that possession. And like I said, I think it's um, fool's gold. Well, this time, let's try. Right. No, we can't try it this time because, you know, we just turned them over, and now you're about to turn it over because we we call it freelancing. You're just freelancing. That's, what, you're that's just, what's happening. You're just, ho- you're just hoping something goes. No freelance equal sign turnover. Right. And now it's a basket for them, a basket for them and or we foul. We foul because it was a turnover, and in transition it's a broken floor, and now we have two guards that foul out. Yeah, we can't absorb that. No. We, we, we can't absorb that.
4: No question. The other thing that happens, and of course you talked about at the beginning of the game, it's a spread look in their half-court yeah. offense. And they really are playing without a post. And, you know, the old adage, long shots, long rebounds. We, I think we were in position, and I'm not going to say it, that all of them were, we could yeah. fight better. But, you know, it's just an extra – you have to get on your horse to get them because it's going to be bouncing long.
1: Yeah, and you have to um, – kind of a prerequisite relative to that and specific to – georgia uh, a a lot of long shots is what cover two is going to force you to do and so long shots equals a long rebound and where we were behind today was uh, we weren't anticipating what's next it was like oh yeah i forgot well they didn't forget it's just the energy required to anticipate and then execute what is next requires an enormous amount of energy and, and we didn't have enough of that.
4: And then the mental energy also, because that one step that you don't take is what's going to put you behind the curb when you're trying to close out or get to that. And bump. I
1: think what's happening now is they're aware of that. And so it does take a lot of mental energy to understand what we're doing. It takes a lot of mental energy to execute what we're doing. And for the most part, collectively, I think they understand the principles of what we're trying to execute. And so, when they make a mistake, they realize, "I know that was wrong, and I know it was wrong because I didn't have enough energy to do it, and then they're like, "Oh man, that's right, that's hard." and then you're like, "Yeah, and now it's harder because of that mistake you just made, and so it becomes it's almost Warren buffett compound interest, you know it's just <laughs> yeah, it just so fulfilling after that. that that's right. That's right.
2: Buzz, we will see you on Tuesday. We get to get back home to uh, Reed Arena and uh, take on Missouri.
1: Yeah, we'll see if we have the maturity to have the energy required to play right. at Reed Arena. Yeah. That's, the, <laughs> that's right. That's the, that's the next thing, right? It uh, really we've, is. We've played with higher energy uh, in league play for sure, higher energy away from Reed than we have at Reed. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to find out, do we have the maturity to do the things that lead to energy on Tuesday, um, we're not going to get sequestered in a hotel the night before <laughs> right, a game. That's kind of been a common them, denominator. I'm, I'm not going to bail you out. Right. I'm not going to bail right. you out. We're not doing that. I'm not going to be beholding or held hostage to a result. But I am going to hold you accountable to what you need relative to your life. And so you've got to figure out how to have the discipline mm-hmm. in how you handle your time away from here in the right way. We'll do it. Look forward to it. Yes, Thank sir. You Buzz. Thank you.
2: You bet. Buzz Williams, head coach of the fight in Texas Aggies. We'll come back to the CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show. 63-48, the final. Georgia defeats the Aggies. This is Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. We continue with the CHI St. Joseph Health postgame show. Right to our Raising Cane's final box score. Might as well get to the final number. 63-48. Georgia defeats Texas A&M with John Thornton. I'm Andrew Monaco. And it is our Raising Cane's box score. Raising Cane's chicken fingers. One love. For the Aggies, um, they shoot just 32% in this game. 19 of 59. 5 of 25 beyond the arc. And as Buzz Williams mentioned, they did not get to the line. At no point did they get into the bonus or double bonus. uh, 5 of 9 from the free throw line. One of the few games they didn't have more free throws than the opposition. Just two players in double figures. 13 for Wendell. Mitchell 10 for Andre Gordon Emmanuel Miller knocked on the door of double figures nine points for him seven to four Quentin Jackson before he fouled out Eman had nine points six rebounds Josh Nebo two points five rebounds Savion Flag five points seven rebounds for Texas A&M four assists as well for Savion. For Georgia, a double-double. First career double-double for Anthony Edwards. 29 points and 15 rebounds. He was the lone bulldog in double figures in this one. Uh, Severe Wheeler, their point guard, nine points, five assists, four rebounds. They turned it over six times though. Yeah. <laughs> he looked as, as good. Well. He looked yeah. good turning he it is. over. <laughs> Twenty-three of fifty-seven for this game, forty percent, nine of twenty-seven beyond the arc, eight of twelve from the free throw line. Big I think big points in this one. As the Aggies forced seventeen I'm sorry, the Aggies forced twenty turnovers, but only eleven points off. Georgia seventeen turnovers they forced, and they scored twenty-two. Sometimes this goes hand-in-hand, sometimes it doesn't. But 20 fast break points for the Bulldogs compared to nine for the Aggies. Paint points, 24-22, Georgia. Second chance points all tied at 7. Offensive rebounds in the first half, Aggies had nine, Georgia five. Second half of Georgia, 10, Aggies four. Overall, 44-35 advantage for Georgia on the glass. Those are our uh, final box score numbers brought to you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, one love. Now to the UPS My Choice alert, something you're always alert for, partner. How does it look at the end of this game now?
4: Well, we talked about increasing possessions, and it it, it, it was kind of a page out of last uh, game's book where we were not shooting well but had so many more looks at it because we were def- defensive rebounding and limiting them to one shot. Uh, not the case tonight. They actually out-rebounded A&M 44 to 34 as you said. And the other thing was that those possessions, it's kind of misleading because we forced 20 turnovers but had 17. But of those 17, how many of those were after we turned them over and ran into a turnover? That's ourselves. what I like to look for. Yeah, and so I mean Tuesday. So that turnover doesn't mean anything when you had 20 because you just turned around and gave it right back to him because you got too big a hurry and made poor decisions.
2: I, I, I thought too many empty possessions uh, for the Aggies, and I, I use the stick. The ball stick. What I mean by that is not enough players touch it on the offensive end. Usually, it's just one guy: dribble, 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 shoot. And we hadn't seen that. And I guess that's why it stood out to me. We haven't seen that as much before. They don't always get the assist, but they usually share the basketball. And I've told you before, you got to go inside out or side to side. A couple of times that didn't happen. Did they go individual? I can't fault someone to say, hey, I want to make a difference. But I think, you let's let's trust one another and see if that would happen. No, I do.
4: And and I'm not going to say that it was. I think it was more out of frustration than it was anything. Agreed. You know, that, if we're not going to get it done, I'm going to try to do it. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, the, the rationale it wasn't. It
2: wasn't a, a good night offensively. A&M shooting uh, 32% from the floor. Yeah. Well, we saw 30% and you win at Tennessee because of the effort. 32% that juice once again right? right it always has to be there right those are your ups my choice alerts working together to achieve great things like texas a&m basketball that's problem solving or problem solving if you say it correctly visit ups.com to learn more official logistics company of texas a&m athletics we'll come back wrap up the 63 48 georgia win this is aggie basketball from learfield img college the CHI St. Joseph Health Postgame Show. Our final segment from Stegman Coliseum. Wrapping up 63-48 Georgia win over Texas A&M. We can tell you what's next for A&M. They will be at Reed Arena. That will be Tuesday night, 8 o'clock tip against Missouri. 7.30 with the Bud Light tip-off show. And remember, the Aggies defeated Missouri two Tuesdays ago. See if they can sweep Missouri. Missouri's at South Carolina uh, today. Um, interesting matchup. Uh, earlier today, uh, LSU gets the win, defeats Ole Miss, and right now, Mississippi State defeating Tennessee. Yeah, Mississippi State uh, got some talent, but you know, hey, it's
4: not that different across the league, no. other than LSU, no. Auburn, right now. Everybody's kind of a little up and down, and and on a given night. And I think the good thing about if there, there's nothing good about losing, but it's kind of a check on your expectations now because you're disappointed in this outcome because you know a better than that. right? But th- to be better than that, they got to do what Coach Williams was talking about. And it's, it's, it's all those categories. So instead of going like, well, here it's a rebuilding year and we got that. No, we've seen them play well and mm-hmm. they, have, they can be people. But again, uh, the upside is that you got to go do that. The, right. the, the
2: downside is that you got to show up and do it every night. We will have the Buzz Williams radio show. That will be Monday night at 7 from Rudy's 504 Harvey Road in College Station. If you're in the area, come on by. Meet coach. And if not, join us right here all along the Texas A&M Basketball Network, 7 o'clock on Monday, the Buzz Williams Radio Show. Now, partner tried this, this team, ups and downs. We knew it was going to be part of this, but I like, I've said this before, I like that this team gets disappointed at this, and, and hopefully They've bounced back before. They're going to have to try it again. On. And as Buzz said, do we have the maturity to do that on Tuesday?
4: Exactly. And, and of all things, the maturity to go play at home. <laughs> they yeah. showed the maturity on the road up until you know now. But now let's go see if you can uh, get this thing going again and
2: uh, uh, get back on the right page. Have a great weekend. You too. You got it. For John Thornton, for Abby Clatt, the producer of Aggie Basketball in our Learfield IMG College studios, I'm Andrew Monaco. And the final score, once again, Aggies fall in Georgia, 63-48. to 48. We thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks and gig'em. This is Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. On
3: the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This has been the CHI St. Joseph's Health Post Game Show presented by CHI St. Joseph, the official healthcare provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Also brought to you by AT&T, America's best network, reminding you that networks like college basketball should never be just okay best network based on gws one score september 2019 natty light seltzer this basketball season natty light seltzer is crashing the party hard state farm talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM and by pepsi the official soft drink of texas a&m basketball the Preceding has been a Learfield
0: IMG College presentation of the Texas A&M Sports Network.